0: For wrestling diehards only, this is the Idaho Matt Chat Cast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. The greatest night there is. It is Matt Chat PrepCast night here on IdahoSports.com. Brandon Bainey uh, piloting this ship tonight as we are coming to you live on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter account along with the idaho wrestling news facebook page so thank you everybody for joining us live tonight eight o'clock mountain time seven o'clock pacific every tuesday night for the matt chat Prepcast, where we break down all the ins and outs of idaho's greatest sport wrestling uh, a couple of housekeeping things and then i'll introduce you to our panel for tonight but uh of course big thanks to everybody that's tuning in live tonight This is why we do the show, is for you, the fans. So if you've got a question, a comment, a shout-out, somebody you want to highlight, a a player, a coach, uh, an official. We've had a lot of official shout-outs lately. Throw it in the chat, and we will throw it up on the screen. And then while you're sitting here tonight, if you could also hit that like button and then share this after we're all finished. It'll help everybody who's not live with us tonight find the replay a little easier amongst all the social media scrolling uh, in the future so with that out of the way let's meet our panel tonight coming to us from east idaho brian zollinger what's going on brian
1: what's going on diehards how are you brandon hey doing great you
0: staying warm over there in your neck of the
1: woods not even close but (laughs) it's idaho and we're used to it right
0: That's right. Uh, I think East Idaho actually uh, had the mildest weather, I put that in quotations, compared to where I'm at, North Idaho, and where this next guy is in the Treasure Valley. Coach Al Fontes, what's going on, Al?
2: Not much. Everything's going well. Hey, remember last week when we were saying, hey, we're probably going to have to break out the uh, snow shovels? (laughs) Yeah, we got about 12, 15 inches. I was out helping the neighborhood. Uh, Good exercise. It was good training. But if this becomes the norm, brother, I'm going to buy me one of those plows. (laughs) yeah
0: it is it is frigid uh everywhere around the state of idaho uh and so of course that had a big impact on the wrestling calendar this past week uh some events got wiped out that we'll talk about for sure here's matthew hamilton from post falls minus 16 up north that's right (laughs) it's chilly up here guys uh ryan skaggs is uh one of our north idaho broadcasters former wrestling coach as well he says Brian, that stash is so beautiful. It is. It's looking good. (laughs) Not really a show until we get a comment about your stash there, Brian. (laughs) For sure. Hey, so when you're in the chat tonight, uh, let us know where you're watching from. Uh, Let us know what school you're repping, but also let us know where you're watching from. You know, Al, the last couple of weeks, we've had some uh, California residents tuning in. We've had people from uh, all over the West tuning in to watch here's our first shout out of the night lynn hammond go post falls and and uh, if there's a question of course you can always ask it as well but this is what we're here for we, we want to hear the shout outs here's oh yeah garrett vale in paul idaho tonight um that of course is uh minico high school al did you know that minico is is uh hyphenated for minidoka county there's actually four communities that all go to the same high school there
2: that's that's the first time i heard that thank you yeah i'll
0: that's get you schooled cool. up i mean yeah. i've been
2: to the red halverson out there and it's uh pretty
0: rural it's pretty cool yeah it's uh paul and rupert and uh oh man <laughs> now i came at you with the info and i'm drawing a blank on the other town name somebody help me out uh jacqueline's here tonight post falls trojans orange and black marcy from middleton tonight and Heather from Glen Sperry. We love our pilots, of course. Alton Funk, go Weezer Wolverines. He's watching from Newburgh, Oregon, Al. All there you right. go. Goodness. Right. Um, and Tiffany and Brian, let's go Meridian Warriors. Oh, yeah. Garrett's here with the assist, guys. Uh, Paul, Burley, Rupert, and Hayburn. Thanks, Garrett. Appreciate that. Those are the four communities that all uh, go to Minico. Uh Matthew, uh Christina Hamilton Tireman watching from Southern California. Shout out to that lady. What part of SoCal? Yeah, Matthew. What part of SoCal? If you want to get on the on the chat here. Um let's see, Tracy here tonight for the Post Falls Trojans, Elita Firth Cougar Wrestling. Uh Nick says, uh, of course, Nick Newbury from Jerome High School Wrestling. Uh Corey, Madison Bobcat's in the house. And here's Christina. Callie loves our Northern Idaho wrestler. Okay. Where, oh, here, here we go. Matthew from Yucca Valley.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yucca Valley. They've had some good wrestlers come out of there.
0: Yeah. Um, Anna says uh, they're all in the wrestling room. Go BK Knights. <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah. We love that. Uh, Hoyt and Brock, the Lewiston crew is here. David and Michaela, Spartan fans in the house. Yes, we love to see the shout-outs. Matthew Cox, New Plymouth, go Grims. Wow, I love the shout-outs coming in hot tonight, fast and furious. Of course, we always start the show with the best thing that we saw from the past week. Uh, Brian, I'll let you bat lead off tonight. What was the best thing you saw from an abbreviated week of action?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go, uh, I was of course a Madison Invitational, so I'm going to go with a double header of matches we had. Just two great finals, 120-126. 120, we had Saxton Scott and Bowden Banta went to a sudden victory. And then 126, we had Packer and Mauger, a one-point match. Just, you, you can't beat those two matches in a row for finals. I mean, those are multiple, multiple All-Americans all national championships between those four kids. So that was was a great few minutes of wrestling.
0: Yeah, that's uh, awesome, for sure. Um, More shout-outs coming in here. Bo Crawford, he's a District 1 official, Brian.
1: Brian. I know.
0: Uh, Al, what was the best thing you saw from the past week?
2: Um, It was the Rockwell Rumble. You know, we had Bishop Kelly there. We had a few other wrestlers uh, from Idaho compete there. But – What really impressed me is, you know, Bishop Kelly did really well. They were top two behind Leighton, Utah, one of the top teams in Utah and and the country. But what really impressed me was that Shiloh Jones went in the heavyweight match, and you had all the BK kids and all the Idaho kids that were there in the final match cheering them on, and it was just you saw that unity of Idaho, and that really impressed me. You know we're all competitors, but together as Idaho, we're one Idaho. It was really great to see. That really impressed me. They all stuck around just to watch that match when they were done, which was really cool.
1: So. That, is, that is pretty cool. And Rockwell, uh, former BYU wrestling teammate, is who started. Rich Eggett is who started Rockwell Watches. He was at BYU with me.
0: Wow, that's, that's,
1: that's a good tournament. <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, you know, I always say the Idaho wrestling uh, community, it's like a big family, right? And sometimes we get in fights with our family. But you know what? I like my whole family a whole heck of a lot more than your family. So when it's Idaho versus another state, Let's yeah, we're going to awesome. lift each other up. <laughs> wow. Yep, for sure. Um, OK, before I get to the best thing that I saw, we're we're already getting in the chat a little bit here. Uh, Michael repping the Post Falls Trojans and Christina, the Hamilton brothers, Damian and Matthew. Here was the big story. Lynn says the River City duels, close one between Post Falls and Nampa. Hoyt and Brock agree. You guys missed out on Nampa versus Post Falls at River City duels. Must see wrestling. This was a really tight battle. We were worried about, you know, how many teams are going to be able to come up because of the weather and so many events were getting postponed. But, river city duels happened brian and it was a fantastic battle
1: yeah i saw a one point match and you had the one team point taken away from uh, nampa it would have been a two-point match but you know that that was pretty pretty exciting up there and a lot of idaho school you know in the final i think you had sunnyside lewiston nampa and post falls in that gold bracket and really close wrestling some the hamilton brothers we've mentioned post falls both i think went undefeated uh Jonathan Siemens, uh, Seth Martin, two just dogs going at it at 170. And Siemens pulled it out again. Raleigh Lane championship matchup. Uh, Great, great tournament from what I saw.
0: Yeah, it was really. uh, So the semis post-falls defeated Sunnyside, Washington 38-30. And then just kind of ran out of that magic at the very end, Al, as Napa won by a single point. 3736. I love the two
2: five eight. Nampa. I can right. tell you right now they're hungry. And uh, you know, we've talked about Meridian, we talked about post falls and Nampa being the top three. You know, we it's really difficult to judge Raleigh Lane as what's going to happen at state because of all the divisions there is sort of different. But I can tell you, Nampa's hungry. I know yeah. post falls will be ready, and I know uh Meridian will be ready. So I look forward to that final final state tournament it's gonna to be interesting yeah watch out for Nampa
0: yeah N- Nampa had the highest finish uh among 5A teams at Raleigh Lane last week right they took third so
1: yep. Yep. yeah yep. They're, they're solid team. and I mean it re- and we've talked about this on this this podcast before is it could really come down to the numbers in the districts and who can bring how many through and you know how many how many automatic bids they get from each district because Nampa's down to there and you know, the, one of the larger districts, obviously, I don't know how many they have at their tournament, but is it 12, 14 teams in that conference?
2: Oh, district three. Yeah. It's, it's, Uh, yeah. We're in that. There's about 12, 12 plus teams. Yeah. And I think they They get get like nine.
1: Yeah. They get six automatic and up North, I think they just get two automatic qualifiers in that district. And so, you know, that's going to affect it. Some of those teams can get a second guy in the bracket and some of them, it's going to be tough, so it'll it'll be interesting to see. And and you know, Lewiston being in Post Falls districts, and obviously Lewiston was in that gold bracket to finish too. Is that going to take some of Post Falls numbers? It's, it's going to be interesting to watch it play out up there. It's a different calculus, as you said, Brandon. It'll be it will be different is. calculus.
2: So we'll see.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that might be a good uh, topic to talk about maybe uh, at some point is the representation, right? Because there are certain teams that come from certain areas or certain districts where you've got to be perfect to be in yes. a mix, and it's 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 tough for sure. Um, Ray says Damian Hamilton and Tyson Barnhart undefeated. Michael says the heavyweight uh, between Post Falls and Napa went to uh, TB for a great match. The uh, Good action there between Post Falls and Nampa. The best thing I saw, guys, and I'm not sure when this happened, it was over the last couple of weeks, but I always try to highlight whenever somebody crosses individually kind of that that 100-win career mark because that's a pretty significant accomplishment. And I've highlighted some guys from East Idaho that have done it this year. Well, I found out last week on our North Idaho PrepCast, which is uh, our weekly prep cast we do where we just talk about North Idaho sports, um, I found out that, Hoyt Haas from Lewiston crossed 100 not too long ago. And then both of the uh, McC- McClintag brothers from Priest River also did, Caden and Cole McClintag. So uh, congratulations to all three of those guys, Al. 100 career wins. No yeah, small feat.
2: That's impressive. Feet. I mean, back when I wrestled, we were limited to like 25 matches yeah. a year and didn't guarantee you if you're going to get 25. So uh, you're seeing a lot more now, but these kids are putting in the time. But to get 100 – that's that's
1: impressive. It is very impressive. Super accomplishment.
0: Yep. Oh, and look at this. Amber says uh, Grayson Go crossed his from uh, Caldwell this weekend too. Hey, yeah. yeah, let's let's shout it out. Let's get the Century Club going. Anybody that's crossed over 100, let us know in the chat. We love to shine the spotlight on that because it is such a big accomplishment for sure. Yeah,
1: I, I know in East Idaho we had, I think, last week, Britton Sorensen, Bonneville crossed 100, and this week I think Carter Baumforth from Shelley uh, crossed 100 wins. I saw both their posts. So
0: that, That's a guy we don't talk about enough, Baumforth. He's, a, yeah. he's nasty.
1: Yeah. He is. He is state finalist. I mean – 100 wins, obviously. Great wrestler. He dominated. I think he got a one minute pin in the finals of the Madison Invitational this week. So another great wrestler.
0: Yeah. And it, we're getting it in the chat now, guys. Jacob, who normally is uh, on talking, but uh, on kid duty tonight. Uh, Coulter Burton closing in on 200. Uh, so that's <laughs> Al, that's a that's a whole different calculus As we say
2: Yeah, that's a lot of time He's a very committed kid If you look at his re- wrestling resume He's put in the time And he's gone to some major competitions So yeah, he's a student of the sport per se
0: Yep Um, Let's see Also in the 100 club uh Kyle Guerra from Blackfoot Is at 100 plus um, Cruz Serral from Skyline Um, Grayson Molina from Minico reached his 100 at the Battle of the Yam a couple weeks ago, Al. I see you're still wearing your hat. You haven't given that away to the winning team yet.
2: You're going to have to wrestle for it. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, we got Cale Bullock at uh, at, um, Rocky Mountain High School. I know he's very close to getting his 100 if he hasn't done it so far. So it's not official yet, but I know he's getting very close.
0: Yep, we got a couple of BK wrestlers um here. Saya Thompson at BK hit it at the Rockwell Rumble, Amy says, and uh, Anna said the same thing. Uh, Marcy says Trevin Hoakland and Cash Weeks, both from Middleton. Um, And here's, here's your stat, Al. Kale Bullock, two more. Two more. So, sitting on 98. That's
2: um, nice. I knew he was getting
0: close. Yep, and like we saw earlier, Stephen Kylan Guerra from uh, Blackfoot, over 100 uh here is Becky uh from Kellogg my kiddo brag moment hey this is what the show's all about brag up your kid definitely Coulterwood Wood from Kellogg sitting around 150 wins as a varsity wrestler and still going senior season this year for him and a chance to be a four-time state placer to Al pretty significant
2: it's very very good that's it's awesome
1: Hammer.
0: For sure. And Al has got a big database of all the wrestling accomplishments uh, of our Idaho kids. But of course, he's always looking for more data. So if there are things that you know we're missing out on, you can always send me an email, brandon at idahosports.com, and I'll pass it along to Al uh so he can uh you know get the info. But that leads me into uh, the next segment we're going to do here, guys, Al, you've kind of been keeping track of all of our wrestlers that have committed to compete at the next level, the college level. And you kind of sent us, we have a group chat where we kind of talk about, you know, what's going on in in wrestling and whatnot. And, um, you sent us the list of, of commits. And so I put a little graphic together. I'm going to throw it up on the screen Al. but here it is. These are the Uh, athletes from Idaho that have committed to wrestle in college right away. You see in in the blue font there, nine division one athletes next year.
2: Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, All of them are impressive. Um, But we've seen the last couple of years, a lot of D1 and NAIA uh, divisions as well. And um, no, it's impressive. And I think the latest one was uh, Nathan uh, Willoughby from New uh, Plymouth. Uh, who's uh, Division Three is going to be going to the main Maritime Academy, so uh, very
1: impressive. And, and playing football too. Nathan's going to be. Yes, doing I think he's yeah, <laughs> <is> doing both.
0: <laughs> what a stud! That's Dude, awesome.
1: It's amazing. And he, I, you know, I, I remember the days when we would have one, maybe two Division One kids from Idaho going out. So to see that many on that list is it's amazing.
2: Yeah. And they're doing the work. I mean, with the kids going back to the Nationals, Fargo, all the coaches uh, working with Chris Owens and everyone across the state going back, uh, they're exposing their talents out there. So it's, uh, you know, we're a hidden gem, but I don't know how much longer we're going to be a hidden gem because more and more people are starting to pay attention to Idaho. It's evident with how many kids are going to colleges around the country.
0: Yeah, pretty incredible, and of course we know there are names we're missing. Here's Jacob Riker Gibson to Western Wyoming. Thank you, Jacob. Hey, if there's a name that's not on the list, it's because we haven't seen it yet. So if you have info, again, like I said, send me an email, Brandon at idahosports.com. I've got room. I can make the font smaller. I can I can add to the list here of of uh, Division uh, One, Two, Three, NAI, NJCAA commits. Uh, for sure, and here's one from Ange. I guess Jackson Duncan from BK is class of 24. I put him down as class of 25. Sorry about that. We'll get that fixed for the next time we show off this cool graphic I made, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll get that fixed for you, Ange. No problem. But yeah, if if you uh, hear of a kid uh, that's going on to college to to compete and wrestle, uh, let us know, and we'll throw it up. Yeah,
2: there. you know, I'm gonna beat this drum again. If anyone's listening, any of these administrators at the colleges here. You can see what we have here in Idaho. Can you imagine if we kept these kids in state and had a, you know, yeah. NICS here? But can you imagine if we had a Division One or uh, NEIA program. Just look at the talent that's leaving this state if we kept it here. That's why we need a program. So if anyone out there's watching and seeing this, this is just uh, the last several years. We we we've, we've really had a lot of talent coming yeah. out of this state.
0: Yep, we uh, will continue to beat that drum for sure. Um, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. And Shayla and Victor say uh, Kyle and Guerra, not Kyle. Yes. Uh, sometimes uh, I have the auto correct on, and so it'll correct to Kyle, and then I don't have an editor to check it. So, yes, I will get that fixed as well. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, okay. couple of comments here to get caught up on. Uh Billy and Chelsea, Al's the man. Talked with him at Raleigh. You got a couple of fans from Thunder Ridge, Al. Nice,
2: nice family. Had a good time. Like I said last week, I met a lot of families, a lot of parents, great people here. Really appreciate them.
1: And and heartbreak there. I'd like to hear from Billy and Chelsea if what if they got any news on Taylor? She hurt her elbow again. And uh oh. looks like she's gonna miss some time after missing, you know, mm-hmm. such a promising freshman last year to have her season shot court she's cut short and You know, I I saw her in a brace this weekend, so if there's any update, hopefully she's okay, but didn't look good.
0: Yeah, we're thinking of her for sure. That's tough. Um, Brock wanted to know total wins or variety wins for the Century Club. I think total wins, right, Brian? Yeah. I think that's what most programs use, yeah? Yep. Yep. Yep um okay ned burton says coulter is sitting at 195 he has a duel tomorrow night and hopefully we'll reach that milestone at tiger grizz this weekend brian that'd be a cool place to do it
1: that would be awesome we'll 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 start the tournament for him if he hits 200 because you know most kids i would guess don't even get 200 matches in their high school career let alone 200 wins so that's that's insane
0: (laughs) yeah that's what alex said Crazy to think of only 25 matches in a season now. He wrestled 54 times this senior year. So,
2: yeah, I'm talking 40 years ago. So, it's been a few moons.
1: You know, it was the same in Idaho until I think 2000. They had a 25 match limit plus then you got district and state. So, you might get 30, you know, 33 matches at max a season. So,
2: yeah, we had the same. If you made it to section, you know, league sections and state subsections, you would have close to 40 something matches. But just to lead up to,
0: 25 was a yeah, limit. That's what Idaho was too. Gotcha. Hey, Brock was asking that question about uh, you know, career wins or variety wins. He had the autocorrect problem that I had. Varsity wins is what he meant to say. And so I think it's varsity still, though. It's I just think your so. varsity. Yeah. Just your varsity wins. Um, okay. Uh Sean says there's a 40 match rule in a lot of states. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that for sure. Um Matthew Hamilton from Post Falls says this many D1s, nine this year, two already on the books for next year, along with all our other commits. Congratulations to coaches and athletes, Al. It has been a remarkable run here for sure. That's right. Um, Let's see. Nick, we were talking about it, right? Uh, Idaho needs a college program. Nick, tagging College of Idaho Athletics. Let's get on it, Yotes. (laughs) Come on, guys. Um, We're
2: in the Cascade Conference. There's 12 13 programs in the region it makes sense
0: yep uh hoyton Broxay tigran from fruitland is going to eou eastern oregon we'll uh go back and add it to the database Maybe, maybe send me an email too i might forget to go back in the comments and find that tonight um ray says uh there will be more signings soon i know of a few that are waiting to commit until after the season is over, Al. As a coach, what, what do you prefer? Do you like getting it out of the way early, or do you like focusing on the season first and then making that decision?
2: I think they need to focus on the season. It, it'll work out. All work out in. The end. I don't encourage anyone to rush through that process. To be honest with you, you really yeah. should take your time. And uh, I mean, some kids are committed. They know exactly where they want to spend their dream and they get it. So, yeah, it makes sense, and they're in that position. But I encourage people to take their time.
0: Yep, yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a not an easy decision, and, yeah, you shouldn't rush it. And if you're talented enough and it's the right school and they really want you, they'll wait. So I, I definitely second that, Al. Um, Billy and Chelsea say, Brian, MRI Thursday, and then they'll have some answers. Fingers crossed. We'll keep you in our thoughts and prayers uh, for sure. That is uh, tough news for sure. Yes. Um, okay, let's see. Sean says we would have more college wrestlers if we had a program here, not only the big hammers, but others in the state attending and producing more coaches absolutely. in this community. It's a trickle down effect, Brian.
1: It is absolutely, and you, you see it in the Boise area now. I mean, we have several coaches throughout the state that wrestle at Boise State, and now without that program, you know, are we going to see a lull? I hope not. I hope we get coaches from other uh, uh, colleges out of state or. Our college wrestlers that come back to Idaho and give back, I think we're going to start seeing some of that. So hopefully not, but it's definitely a trickle-down effect, and it'd be great to have the college program, a college program, if not multiple. You know, we have North I- College of North Idaho, uh, you know, our lone representative, and Coach Booth is doing awesome up there. So, But it'd be nice to have some more.
0: Yep, yeah, for sure. And
1: Sean Henebrey knows. He was a coach at West Valley College uh,
2: in California, which is a JUCO program, so he understands. You know, uh, just the importance of these guys coming back and giving back. That's what we're feeling right now is with all the like, you know, like Brian, he wrestled at Boise State. Everyone's coming back, giving back. And that's really important. We don't want to lose that.
0: For sure. Here's a question Daniel asked, and I thought this would be a good topic to explore here for a minute or two. Could you guys talk a little bit about what gets a kid noticed? seems like a lot of scams out there and things have changed since the nineties. Brian, what do you think about that?
1: You know, I, I mean, going to these big tournaments is obviously very helpful. Uh, you know, Fargo, you've got colleges there, these, these la- large tournaments, but you know, coaches nowadays they're, they're watching track wrestling. You can pull up the profiles. They're pulling it up, you know, weekly you win a tournament. And and I know, you know, some of these NIA and D three coaches, you'll, you just want a local tournament like Madison Invitational. I heard from some kids that, that won that and got two emails from, you know, one was a D3 and one was an NIA school the next day. So, I mean, with track, these coaches are noticing it now they can get on, you know, Instagram, Twitter, there's, you know, most of the college programs have either Instagram Twitter there's things they can do to market themselves. Um, But, but really it's just exposure, getting to these big tournaments and, and traveling over the summer, you you'll run into, myriad of college coaches at the the summer tournaments that they go to the national team duels with USA, Idaho, or Fargo. And, you know, a lot of different ways to do it these days.
0: Yep. Uh, Matthew says uh, wrestling shoes, get some noticed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's the drip, man. It's the drip.
2: (laughs) You know, and I want to throw out there too. It's, it's, you know, everyone wants to go D one, but I can tell you Juco's tough. Division three, division two, NAIA, they're all tough. The wrestling is tough, but they're also looking at academics too. Yeah. So academics, I encourage any kid coming up to do well in the class, put that extra effort in the classroom. That is huge. Especially if you want to go to some of these major colleges, um, academics play a big role. Yeah. That could
1: be the deciding factor. I mean, you know, if a coach has two kids equal – accomplishment, they're going to look at those academics. And so absolutely, Al. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I I was going to second that, Brian, for sure. Um, Here's what I'll say about recruiting, because I know a lot of these wrestling um, guys play football, too. And in football, there's kind of this weird recruiting cycle. You've got to go on and, oh, you've got to pay money to go to this event and go to this showcase event. And then if you do, you'll make our list of prospects to watch. Anything that people are trying to get you to pay for, stay away. If you are good enough and talented enough, coaches will find you. Uh, you you shouldn't have to the pay money for any high profile events or anything like that, or showcase events, things like that. Stay away from all that nonsense would be my advice yeah. there as well. So yeah. um, okay, let's see. Uh Hoyt says, nice shirt, Coach Al. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you.
0: What is that? I don't know, I don't know what that is. You're gonna have to explain it to me.
2: This shirt I got it from Coach Booth, North Idaho College.
0: Oh, okay. I saw the NI. I didn't see the C. I'm I'm so used you to it. You got the, the wrestling,
2: wrestling right
0: there. Yeah. There is no. no C,
2: it's just North
0: Idaho. So gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I'm so I'm so used to seeing N I C with everything. So
2: yeah, this must be the new logo. I'm
1: not sure. And <laughs> O-H will be rocking that gear next year, right? Oh yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're we're excited to, to get them over here in Coeur d'Alene for sure. It's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Uh no doubt about it. Uh okay, our man X. He wants to know, Al. Sup, Al. Any Idaho kids coming to Midcals?
2: I don't think so, X. I don't think so. We'll be shoveling snow right now, so we'll be busy <laughs> with that. Sorry. Midcals yep. is out in the uh in the Monterey area out there. It's a it's a traditional old school tournament. So, but no, I don't think anyone's going out there.
0: Yep. Uh, X has another comment here. We were talking about recruiting. This is pretty good. He says, get to uh, make sure you meet schools, uh, other schools, coaches. He said, I remember my senior year at NCS. I knew every coach there. It is uh, Brian, a little bit of a networking thing too.
1: Absolutely. That's, that's a very good point. Uh, You know, and all these coaches know somebody and, you know, like you said, it's a big family and all these coaches are there to more than willing to help these kids. If they have questions, want introductions, so X is absolutely right. It is a big network. Yeah,
0: for sure.
2: Yeah, and and another thing about college too, you know, like I mentioned, everyone wants to go D1. Sometimes you may not be ready to go to D1 and 2 and going to NIC and wrestling those two years of JUCO getting all that experience could be sort of a path to the next level. So mm-hmm. I encourage a lot of people to look at that path too because uh, you just don't just jump into D1 right away and... Um, dominate it is a different level so it's a it's great that we have that option up north
0: yes and um yeah D- division one is awesome if you can get it but there's there's nothing wrong with going to a d2 or a d3 if you are getting your college paid for based on your ability to wrestle you're doing great <laughs> i mean i think that's awesome if you can get that education paid for uh because right. it's not it's not getting any cheaper guys it's only going up so yeah that's That's for sure. Um, Okay. Another question here. Uh, This one, we were talking about representation from districts um, and whatnot. Uh, Matthew wants to know with the North only getting two seats for state. He's talking five a here with post falls North only getting two seats for state and next year less. How do we balance the scales? Should it be best record and wins go to state first and second seeded? Brian, I'll go to you first, because you've got the most history with this in terms okay. of watching the districts and fluctuation over the years.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting question. And I, I think at some point, that's something that the IHSA should look at. You know, the, the, it's a little more balanced in 2A. I think the, the six districts, each school gets about three teams, almost equal throughout. 5A right now, is two for the upper north districts. The third districts gets nine automatic bids there. You know, I've, I've heard coaches over the year, just nine is too many. Obviously, if you're, you're ninth place in the district, you're, odds are you're not on the podium. So why are we keeping kids out? So I think that's one solution that they look at if this gets more unbalanced is you just go overall, you know, basically like you would see a tournament. You look at the overall records. I don't, I don't know if you have a formal board that meets to determine who qualifies for the state tournament, but I think it might be something that, you know, especially five A, if it really gets out of un- unbalanced, that they they have to look at. Yeah, it's
0: it's hard for sure. Here's Amy from Buell. She says our district tournament is always sad to go to. Wish they'd open it and just let everyone compete at districts too, right? Because that's that's also part of the deal at, at districts. Is um, you know you're capped a little bit on who you can yeah. send out there to compete. Also,
1: yeah. So. If, if people hasn't seen have, haven't seen Al's story on Aiden McGinnis. Uh, you know that's a prime example Mountain View had three heavyweights that probably all three could have been on the podium and oh, only two of them get to go to, yeah only two of them get to go to district and so you you know you're not getting always the best 16 men in that bracket so you know I think there's solutions out there we got a lot of tradition but um, you know I think our coaches are, will work towards it if it gets too unbalanced
0: Yep, yeah, and it's it's always going to be tough for like North Idaho or like District 5, which has just some really small three-team districts. It happens in every sport. Uh, and meanwhile, Al, there's this thing called the State of Ada. Have you heard of that, Al? <laughs> That's Ada County over in Boise. That, that makes the world go around in a lot of fans' eyes. Of course, at the 5A level especially, with so many 5A schools there, they just gobble up all those bids to state. It is hard for sure. And Amy adds on here, uh, we sit around and wait for hours because there's so few kids in the brackets that they have to wait for the minimum time between matches, too. Yeah, that doesn't seem like an ideal way to do things here, for sure. Um, okay, Daniel wants to know, or, or is saying at 3A113 uh, put kids at uh, three quarters. Kids avoided that weight with no at-large bids. I'm guessing 3A126 in District 1 and 2 will be the same this year. Um, yeah, especially... Because there's only two teams, it makes it really hard. Brian in three A, it's just Timberlake and Bonners Ferry, up north.
1: Yeah, it does. You know, and those you get the next two highest seeds, and uh, it's it's tough every year. You know, the, the one thing I think that the coaches do do a pretty good job with is getting those next three, especially with uh, track wrestling and the data we have. Uh, those at-large seeds are, and maybe that's something else they can look at is get rid of a few more of the automatic bids and go with a few more um next highest seats in each of the divisions because i think those are pretty accurate accurate usually if you look at the kids that get those next highest seeds in some of the districts ends up end up meddling and podium and so that's kind of a catch-all that i'm glad we have and and that's something they can look at is just adding a couple extra automatic or not automatic but uh, at-large bids
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, And I think we're getting some good feedback here. Alex says we've seen that problem in track in district three as well with the top kid taking ninth and not even having to compete in the finals, which sort of leaves a spot open for someone who wouldn't necessarily make it. But making the finals gives them an automatic spot. Yes, track and field is a headache sometimes. Um, Sean says, look at the bottom line placer in districts and how well they did at state. It's not just about size, especially some areas where you have multiple hammers at the same weight, like we were talking about with Mountain View. Uh, If number nine isn't placing, remove it and maybe add number three uh, if the large numbers of two are placing. That's a good idea for sure. Here's Tiffany and Brian. They're from District 3. Um, 5A District 3 has 12 to 14 teams. Honestly, a lot of great teams and individuals. Nine seems reasonable when you look at the numbers and and that's the thing, Brian, there's going to be years where yes, yeah. those nine slots are deserved and there's going to be years where the North or East could make an argument for, Hey, we should get a couple of those. I think that's where it helps to have uh, not such rigidity with this and, and maybe have some fluidity to it.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good point. I mean, you know, Tiffany and Brian have a great point because it is based on numbers there. There's more kids there. And, and so nine makes sense. But on the other hand, depending on the weight and the year, sometimes you've got four kids up north that deserve to go and they take two. And, and so somebody's going to miss out. So I think you nailed it, Brandon, maybe less rigid standards and a few more at large spots possibly. So, cause that, that would account for those 12 to 14. If the nine best are from that district, then they will go if we have more at large spots. So lots to think about and possibilities.
0: Yes, for sure. Couple of shout outs here. Tom says, got here late. Go diamondbacks. Of course, Tom, our century fan. How about this one, guys? Brian Skellinger watching tonight from Dutch Harbor, Alaska. Woo! He's right. a fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta love that for sure. Um, okay. Uh X wants to know is it better to take more than one guy per weight class or should it just be one per weights? I think it's I mean multiple, right?
2: I like two. I like two. Uh, one, it gives a – I mean, at Rocky one year we had uh, Titus Nickel and Luke Jensen. They were three and four at State, right? So yeah. our second guy was good enough to play. So, yeah, I think it's great. Plus it helps the guys the next year where they get to see State and, and have that competition. So, uh, no, I think it's good.
1: It's good yeah. for Idaho. We see teammates wrestling the finals every once in a while. So, mm-hmm. you know. I like the two as well.
0: Yep. Uh, two dudes says, if you're going to send nine, we got to combine districts, send more kids, but have deeper weights. That's definitely one way to go with it. And Bruce says, this won't be popular, but do it like the NCAA does, based on how a district is done at individual weights. That would be, uh, that'd be hard. We would need a really good committee, Brian, yeah. like the NCAA yeah. to get that done. <laughs> we,
1: would. we would, but it's not a bad idea. I mean, right. yeah, you know, that's, that's another possibility and, you know, we can pull it off. The data is out there these days.
0: But yeah, there is so much data available and, and co- common sense will win out. Of course, you know, certain coaches and certain districts are going to stump for their guys. But I think at the end of the day, 99% of the time, you know, we're going to get it right. I think so. Okay. Here was a question Nick had a little while ago. Uh, one of you guys mentioned track wrestling and this, this is good because it, I, I think this is a good question to bring up. We were talking about recruiting a little earlier and, and Nick wanted to know is track nationally recognized or how many different apps are there? Flow wrestling, the Dakotas use something I think, or do they all go through track wrestling and why are there multiple profiles? I'm just wondering really how, how accurate it is. Just wondering, new to this. Sorry, guys. Yeah, for those new parents out there, Brian, that have a kid that's doing this for the first time, it can be a little overwhelming with, okay, which sites are legit? Yeah. Which one should I be worried about? It's a lot to sort through.
1: It is, you know, and, and they all have different purposes. You know, Flow and Tracker are the same company now. They they bought each other out. Um and I think the profiles are pretty accurate. You can see match records on, on track. And those are definitely the most used throughout the country. Some states have different systems they use for, you know, different levels of wrestling. But those are, those are the two big ones. Um, you know, we travel around nationally, and you can always find film on your opponents or, or records. Um, great scouting tools for college coaches. Um, you know, and Al's done a lot of writing for, for these national organizations, so he knows a few of the others.
2: Yeah, but track's one of, the, one of the top ones, like you said. Yeah. We run our tournaments on track. Everything's automatic. All the statistics are on there. Wins, loss, pens, all the ratios.
0: A good way to think about it, you guys, tell me if I'm wrong, track wrestling is for the hard data, the results, how you did. Flow wrestling is the video in the film, right? Mm-hmm.
1: It is, but now that they've combined track, you'll, you'll travel nationally. And some national tournaments, are the brackets are only on flow. And, uh, you know, if it's on flow, sometimes those results won't be in track. So uh, sometimes you have to look at both. And, you know, I don't know how they decide which bracketing system. A lot of the big U.S. open stuff will only be on flow and not track nowadays. So um, even though they're owned by the same company, sometimes you have to look at both to, to get a full picture sometimes. That's
2: what I do, Brian. I look at both. Those are the two yeah.
0: primary. Okay. So there you go, Nick, uh, track wrestling and flow wrestling, some overlap, but they also have their own individual purposes. Those are going to be your two best bets, uh, in terms of, you know, and, and that's where the coaches are looking too. That's the most important thing. That's where the coaches are. So yeah, if you stick to track wrestling, flow wrestling, you're going to, you're going to catch almost all of it. So, uh, we were talking about, um, seating, uh, and, you know, choosing Bruce says, yeah, track wrestling does the legwork for you. So if you were if you were on a committee, I mean, that would be a good place to start, obviously, um, with the data there. So um, and let's see. Oh, and Tom says scoring on flow, a little bit different program as well. Have you heard of that, Al? The scoring might be a little different.
2: No, no. I I know on track you can watch the matches live, you know, when they're going on. But Mm -hmm. as far as I'm not sure what he means by that.
0: Yeah, maybe you could clarify, Tom um natalie says shout out to the refs at the madison invitational last weekend i worked table one most of the day and they all kept their composure and acted professionally especially when some of the matches got really really heated they worked hard and did an amazing job it was a long day thanks for being patient with us brian
1: (laughs) natalie did an amazing job i i was fortunate enough to get to ref at her tables a few times and you know, they they busted through that they made it a one day tournament because the first day was um, canceled because of weather so they had you know 16 man brackets they made it through got everybody out of there about five o'clock so really well ran for a one day tournament and Natalie was a rock star.
0: Yep, that Madison program full of rock stars. That is for sure. All right, guys. Uh, we have got a sponsor for all of our prep casts on Idahosports.com. And again, you know, this is our you know wrestling prep cast, right? The Idaho Matt Chat prepcast, but we also have regional prep casts we do every single week: North Idaho, Treasure Valley, Magic Valley, and East Idaho, where we talk about all sports, wrestling included in just that one specific area. So really, you know, if you're a wrestling diehard and you want to catch up with what's going on in your area outside of wrestling, you'll definitely want to tune into those regional prep casts every week, and you can watch them right here on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter account. Um, But our sponsor is No Vape Idaho. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will come back with our IdahoSports.com wrestler of the week. So stay tuned. It's coming up. Right after this break, you're watching the Matt Chat PrepCast on idahosports.com. It's not like I'm doing drugs. Nicotine can negatively impact the developing brain and make it more susceptible to other addictive substances. Students that vape are three times more likely to start smoking weed. And kids who share vapes can unknowingly inhale other drugs like THC, meth, or fentanyl, causing permanent lung damage, overdose, and even death. Be smart. Don't start. Again, that's uh, no vape, Idaho. Hey, big shout out to the Bishop Kelly football team for being in that commercial, Brian. That was pretty cool.
1: That was pretty sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sure there were some wrestlers in there too for for BK. Um, did Did you guys know that in some some vape cartridges, there's like the uh the same amount of nicotine as there would be in 20 cigarettes Brian I, I, re- I,
1: I remember when I was in the legislature we had several presentations on the, on the vaping and in ju- the dangers of it and uh you know it's it's scary these teenagers just stay completely away great message so shout out to our sponsor that's pretty cool no yeah, yeah <laughs> you're it, in it, wrestling and chronic oh my gosh and and there's not a sport in the world you need your lungs like you do wrestling so <laughs> our, our our audience should be smart enough
0: to just stay away yeah. You can, you can find more, uh, great tips and info. Uh, just type in no vape Idaho. Just say no. Uh, that's right. Just say no. Uh, for sure. Okay, guys, let's hand out our Matt chat prep cast, uh, wrestler of the week. We select one, not one boy, one girl, but one, there can only be one. Now we'll have an even amount by the time the season is over, but, uh, we look through all of the performances from the past week and we kind of, highlight one wrestler who really stood out above the crowd amongst all of his or her peers al who's our match Chat prep cast wrestler of the week for the past week of action
2: shiloh jones from uh, mountain view high school
0: i mean here's the tale of the tape i love when i have to use the small font because that means he's gotten a lot of accomplishments al uh 117 and 34 career record 19th ranked heavyweight in the nation. According to flow wrestling, he just won at, uh, at the Rockwell rumble. That's the big reason why he made the cut for this week's, uh, nomination. Now that, that Rockwell rumble performance.
2: No, it's impressive. I mean, Shiloh, uh, has put in a lot of time, a lot of road work, him and his dad, TJ, have gone all over the country. He there is not a high level tournament that he has not put his talents or reputation on the line. Great student, great academics. Um in fact, I think just more recently he's earned his 11th All-American honor whether it's Fargo, Folkstyle Nationals, US Open or the Reno TOC. He's definitely a student of the sport, student of the classroom. Um, great kid. I wrote an article about him. Very impressed. Hard worker.
0: Yeah. And Brian, you can see the trajectory here. Um, in 2021, he takes sixth at state up to 2022 where he takes fifth. And then last year he takes second. Uh, and so the, the progression that he's made throughout his career has been nice to see also.
1: Yeah, I mean, puts in the work, like Al said, these national tournaments. I've traveled with with Shiloh and his dad for, you know, the last six years since junior high. And uh, just been fun to watch him grow and progress. And, you know, if, if we didn't have some of the best heavyweights in the country, he'd probably be, well, he would be a returning state champion. But obviously you had uh, Aiden Natal last year, and Idaho's heavyweights are just so dominant. But Shiloh's just, just, just an amazing kid, great athlete. The record speaks for itself
0: yeah, represents Mountain View High School just in his own in his own wrestling room Al pretty good competition amongst those heavyweights
2: yeah I mean you got a- Aiden uh, McGinnis who I just wrote the article on he's got a couple all-American honors I mean these are committed kids both in the classroom and on the mat so uh great students, great wrestlers, and uh, I look forward to their journey for moving sure forward
0: part of team Idaho of course and also best on best uh in the club scene. Uh and those academic accolades, we always like to highlight the academics as well. 3.52 GPA, uh multi-time honor roll uh selection and was also an all academic selection last year to the all SIC uh, all academic team, Southern Idaho Conference. So, way to go Shiloh Jones from Mountain View, our Match Chat Prepcast Wrestler of the Week. Well earned for sure. Um And here's, uh, yeah, A.J., congrats, Shiloh, for sure. Um, Okay, a couple more shout-outs here. Um, Amy says, shout-out to all the Idaho teams that braved coming home from Spring Creek Saturday night. Al, I think I saw, was it Weezer? They got got stuck an extra day. They had to come home on Sunday, I think.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't hear that, but uh, uh, that was a tournament. It was in Nevada, right? Yeah. Yeah, I... uh, (laughs) I mean, it it was pretty heavy snow. I know the people that were in uh, Utah had to wait until later in the afternoon on Sunday to come home. So uh, they had to stay an extra day
1: as well. And and I think Buell, I I don't know if they finished. I think they finished second down there. Uh, You know, I think Buell
2: was second to Elko, Nevada. Caldwell was third. And then Weezer was fourth. So we had great representation there
0: yep that was awesome to see for sure uh travis says we'll want to say thanks to post falls for a great dual tournament last weekend i want to give a shout out to jordan tyler from sandpoint he went six and oh al at the river city duels he ran the table that's hard to do
2: That's it's very difficult to do so congratulations on that keep it up
0: yep uh representing the sandpoint bulldogs um Let's see, we were talking about, we were talking about vaping a little bit and uh, how you got to have your lungs right for uh, to to be a wrestler Uh, X got to have lungs for the rodeo run.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we, we come from a rodeo, a a rodeo town in Livermore. That's what he's talking about. We have the annual rodeo. A lot of guys we, I used to coach were bull riders. So yeah, (laughs) the rodeo run. That's yep.
0: a, uh, that's a whole nother level of toughness there being a oh, bull rider man, for sure. Um, okay. Julie says, you know, we were talking about the academic part of it. Uh, you know, being a wrestler and going on to the next level. Julie says, going to a college that meets your degree plan is important too, Brian. That's right. You got to find the right school for what you want to do in life.
1: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And that, that, that's key. You know, wrestling's great, but it it doesn't pay the bills, and <laughs> it's not, not like the NFL or the NBA right now. Hopefully, we get there one of these days. That there's <laughs> there's more futures in it besides just coaching. But uh, you got to look to the future, find a degree program that fits
0: <laughs> for sure. Um, Rust, Rustin says, uh, "How about those Thunder Ridge girls?" And then Tiffany and Brian said, "They're building something great there. Yeah, they really are. I think uh, Brian." Anybody that was sleeping on Thunder Ridge's girls uh, can can no longer after they went and won Raleigh Lane two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, no, and and then they just cleaned up at at Madison, and Madison was a lot smaller, but I think they doubled up the next two teams, pretty close. So, uh, solid program. They've got the depth too, lots of girls. Um, good program. Jody's doing a wonderful job there. Yep.
0: Uh, Billy and Chelsea flexing those muscles. Go Thunder <laughs> for sure.
2: Yeah, because hey, uh, Brian and uh, you know, Brandon, if you look at Madison, Thunder Ridge scored 260 points to Bonneville, 96. That's huge. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I'd say they're one amongst the favorites come state. Wow. Yep. They're going to yep. be tough to beat.
0: And it's kind of been Eagles Eagles deal since girls wrestling became an officially sanctioned sport. But I think that ends this year for sure, like you said. Uh, we were talking about Jordan Tyler from Sandpoint, Jacqueline from – Post Falls says, "Yeah, let's go Jordan, for sure. Good camaraderie amongst the North Idaho uh competitors. Uh okay, let's let's preview what's coming up this week. Uh, the big one of course is Tiger Grizz. Uh that's going to be uh coming up in Idaho Falls this weekend and Matthew says, "You know, thinking ahead to Tiger Grizz, who do we think takes the tournament, Brian? There's going to be teams from Wyoming, Utah, and Idaho, somebody was asking if Westlake is coming to Tiger Grace. Jeff wanted to know is Westlake
1: Utah team, Brian? Yep, yep, Westlake is coming. Uh, the kid that I think he had a tech fall against Valdez in the finals, that Braden Robinson is from Westlake, and uh, Westlake is going to be there. Um, my money, Idaho guy, Minico and Post Falls have to be you know right up there, considered favorites. Meridian, also, uh, you you know, in a, in a Tournament where you only bring one guy in each weight class. The depth isn't as crucial. Um, Meridian is going to be up there, too. So I'm going with one of the Idaho schools. Obviously, Westlake's got a good program. Corner Canyon's going to be there. Um, Box Elders traditionally had a solid program. I don't think they're as as good as they have been. Star Valley, Wyoming's got some kids, too. Um, But I'm going Idaho.
2: Yeah, because Westlake's number two in Utah in their division, so... Yeah, and like that one kid you were talking about, he's he's pretty talented. So it's legit. Yeah.
0: And Star Valley is good at like everything. It doesn't matter, <laughs> it doesn't matter what sport it is over there in Afton, Wyoming, man. Yep. Star Valley is just awesome at everything. So the great Rulon Gardner, his alma mater. <laughs> yeah, that's Rulon. Right. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, Alex says, should be a couple days of some really quality wrestling. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we are too. Everybody, you know, travel safely. Megan says, Lewiston is hosting the Clearwater Classic this weekend too, Brian. Good uh, exposure for some of our North Idaho teams.
1: Yeah, that's a. I think they've got nearly 30 teams coming up there too. So that's, you know, you got big one in the East, big one up North. So it's going to be fun to watch that and see how that works out.
0: For sure, so, Brandon, Tom,
2: We're going to the um, we're going to the Skyview Duels in Nampa. You know, Coach Dusty Vaughn runs that program, so that's where we're going this weekend.
0: Yep, that's awesome. Uh, and yeah, uh, if your team is going somewhere, uh, throw it in the in the comments, and we'll we'll throw it up on the screen. We want to know where you're headed to compete this weekend. Tom wants to know, Brian, you're not refing tomorrow night, are you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am not. I am off. I'm. I'm going to be a fan this week. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I do.
2: I, I I do have a question. So the Jaybird is a is a big girls tournament. I'm hearing on the streets they may reschedule that. Have you heard anything, or is that true? I
0: I heard it did get rescheduled. I think they've okay. already got the date. I think that I think I saw it. Guys, correct me here if I'm wrong in the chat, but I think I saw February second. Third. Yeah, yeah, second February and third. There, so yeah. That. That's what okay. I and I'm glad uh because that's obviously one of the biggest, great
2: tournament. Coach yeah. Todd Tatt is doing a great job there.
0: Yep, and uh yes, everybody says yeah. Nick says Jaybird rescheduled. Be scared of the Jerome girls. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. Program for sure. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Yeah, Billy and Chelsea, uh, February 2nd and 3rd. Yep, Uh, that's what I thought. Now, I did see the the Magic Valley classic um, that Wendell hosts also got wiped out on the calendar um, this past weekend. Do do any of our Magic Valley folks know? Is Wendell going to be able to reschedule that? It would be a shame to see that because that's a good one for those 3A, 2A schools too. So I'd be curious about the Magic Valley classic that Wendell hosts also. Um, speaking of the Magic Valley, Amy uh says, uh, the Gooding Grappler 3a dual championships taking place this weekend as well. Fruitland, Marsh Valley, American Falls, Buell. That, I mean, we're looking at it now. That could be four of the top five at state for 3a.
2: Oh, yeah, those are all solid, solid kids and teams right there. Yeah, that should be a good tournament. Yeah. So, I look forward to seeing the results,
0: man. That's going to be, yeah, really interesting for sure. That's going to be, ooh, that'll be really fun. Um, Okay, here's a question. Um, Why are coaches against competition in outside tournaments during the high school season if your kid is not wrestling at the varsity level? Also, he's not competing at every high school event. This is, Al, this is always seems like a, a point of contention. I really think it's more amongst us talking heads more so than the coaches but you know staying with your team and going to compete in state versus if you've got a chance to go to a national like doc b right Uh, if you've got a chance to go to a nationally acclaimed tournament as an individual i think most coaches will say yes take this once in a lifetime opportunity and, and go compete with the best i think most coaches are okay and give that green light but maybe my perception's off
2: I say majority kids should stick together, but if you do have a top tier kid, sometimes college coaches want to see how you adapt and wrestle amongst that level of competition. Just because you're 38 and 0 or you're a two time state champion, they want to see how you go against that level. So if you have a kid of that that level, that's an exception to the rule. I would go there, but for most people, stick together. Yeah, I agree.
0: And Matthew kind of echoes my thoughts uh doc b and and if you can compete yeah go do it and brian i guess we talked about this at raleigh lane a little bit too right where some teams were going to buell and sending a couple of kids to raleigh lane that's a hard that's a hard choice to make as a coach of a program
1: it is you know and then there's definitely a team element to wrestling you know that the camaraderie that the excitement of those dual matches and just being there to support your friends i think that's a it's a big part of it and coaches just want their wrestlers to be together uh, you know, to, to learn and to grow together. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a team sport and an individual sport. That's what makes it great. I mean, learning to get bonus points in a tight duel, things like that. You, you watch college duels all the time and that's what those wrestlers, that's what's in their head. I need the bonus point for my team because this is going to be tight. And, uh, that's what makes the sport great.
0: Now, Matthew also playing devil's advocate here, guys. He says also that's what the off season is for. Al, I guess he's got a point there too, right? If you want to see how you stack up in some of these national tournaments, you could always go in the off season and go compete also.
2: You can. Yes. Yep. Uh,
0: and, and so I guess you guys have both coached, take me inside the psychology of if, if for example, you've got a bona fide, you know, guaranteed victory at this weight class and he is competing at an out of state tournament versus being with your team in state, mentally it can be tough right where oh man we don't have so and so now now we don't have a shot or if we do have them hey we've got a chance to compete here
2: no it, it can make a difference i mean um some teams at raleigh had some guys out of state and their team didn't place as high as if they were there that could have really changed the dynamic but then again it's a double edged sword i mean if you got a kid that's on the edge of going to college and you need them to get ready. Sometimes they have to wrestle at that level. It's very difficult. I, I, it's an exception to the rule.
0: Yeah. And Megan says the off season is for freestyle and Greco. Of course.
1: <laughs> of course. I like that. I like that. I, I, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Lynn says post falls Trojans aren't a team. They're a family, of course. And mm-hmm. Jacqueline says post falls is splitting up this week. Guys. Uh, some, some cool. going to tiger Grizz. Some going to the Clearwater Classic, Brian. I would say Post Falls is one of the few teams that could probably pull this off.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll watch him win both. That'd be <laughs> the, yeah, that that would be the feat. And you know, while we're on Post Falls, one story I saw this week that probably should get mentioned is Trey Smith, um, Post Falls had had uh, some knee had some medical issues. I think uh, both the Auto Wrestling Community Facebook pages and USA Idaho there's a GoFundMe there set up, hoping for Trey's recovery and. You know, prayers to Post Falls and Trey. Hopefully, a speedy recovery up there.
0: Yeah, that, thank you for bringing that up, Brian. Um, because I saw that. That is, yeah, it, it ended up being like an infection, right? And getting pretty gnarly. And man, you don't want to mess around with that. That that can be that can be scary stuff for sure. So. It is. Yeah, there is a GoFundMe for Trey Smith, uh, a fundraiser from um, uh, Post Falls. And uh, Jacqueline says, "Yep, let's go, Trey." And here is the link. Thank you, Lynn. Everybody in the comments should go click on that link right there. That's the GoFundMe for for Trey Smith. He spent eight days in the hospital. You go in thinking it's going to be routine. They they open it up and get under there and say, "No, this this thing's pretty infected," and you end up staying really. A long time so. And Matthew says, yeah, Trey's a role model for all of our wrestling family, for sure. So, yes, our thoughts and and prayers are with Trey as he continues to recover there as well. All right, guys. Well, the time always flies when we do this, but it is another hour in the books. And another edition of the Matt Chat PrepCast wrapped up and finished, Brian. Again, really good conversation. We dove deep into some good topics tonight, and everybody got their shout-outs in as well.
1: It is. Wrestling fans are the best in the world and it's it's an honor to be able to do this every week and get together as a family and talk about it.
0: I'm very uh, excited to hear your first-hand account of Tiger Grizz and how it went down next week, Brian, so it's get that notebook fun. out, for sure. Al, have fun at the Skyview Duels.
2: Thank you very much. Good time. Uh, I look forward to it and uh, it's been a good week of wrestling. Hopefully next week will be great. And uh, break out the shovels again because we're supposed to get a Another,
0: another dumb <laughs> <type. laughs> Yeah, it's it's gonna uh hit a bunch of snow again tonight. Uh yeah, up about in five
2: Island. inches where we're at in the next day. So we'll see. It's not too bad.
0: Yep, yeah. We're we're supposed to get 10 to 12 inches, oh, I wow. think, over the next like couple of days. So that's gonna be yeah, so <laughs> much fun. I can't wait. That's gonna be a really nice time. So yeah, big thanks to everybody for tuning in to the Idaho Matt Chat prep cast, of course. Uh, be on the lookout for our team and individual rankings. Those should be up tomorrow at some point on idahosports.com. Right now on the homepage, you can see Al's latest hidden gems of Idaho feature on Aiden McGinnis from uh, the Treasure Valley. So you should definitely give that a read. It's an incredible story out of what Aiden McGinnis has been through.
2: No, he, he's he. People need to read it because he's that he's that kid that you know in life you can live this linear, monotonous life safe. But he's put it on the line. He's had his ups and downs, but he just keeps moving forward and embraces the process. He'll be successful at whatever he does in life. Because you know, just read the story, you'll see.
0: Winner. Great kid. Just, just a winner. That's what came to my head as I read that today. So definitely check that out on idahosports.com. All right, Billy and Chelsea get the last word, Al. The word snow is just as bad as basketball. <laughs>
2: Tell me about it because they can cancel our dual meet tomorrow if we have a snow day at school. So yeah.
0: Oh, and Hey, I did good guys. I didn't mention that sport with the round ball at all tonight. Just in that comment. So we're good.
2: I won't say snow anymore. Yeah, for
0: for sure. So, all right. Hey, big thanks to everybody for tuning in. If you could hit that like button uh, one last time before you duck out and then share this when it's all over, that'll help everybody. Uh, find the replay a little easier amongst all the social media scrolling. So um, big thanks to everybody for tuning in. For Brian Zollinger and Al Fontes, I'm Brandon Bainey, and we will sa- see you back here next Tuesday, 8 o'clock Mountain, 7 o'clock Pacific, for another edition of the Idaho Matt Chat PrepCast on IdahoSports.com.
2: Be there.